is The Edge of Innovation, Hacking the Future of Business. I'm your host, Paul Parisi. And I'm Jacob Young. On The Edge of Innovation, we talk about the intersection between technology and business, what's going on in technology, and what's possible for business. So welcome to The Edge of Innovation. Today we're talking with Mark Dever from Washington, D.C. Okay, so 25 years ago, you were going to go and be a, as far as you know, or I don't know exactly when it happened, you were going to go and be a teacher, and you went and started being a pastor at a church. Wow. So how has that worked out? So, I mean, that sounded optimistic at the point, but I know, you know, obviously we're 25 years later. Has that been what you expected? Was it worth the investment? Was it worth the risk? Mm-hmm. So now you just said something that, that's intriguing to me. You said the congregation is doing well. What, can you flesh that out? What does that mean? So it sounds to me, as you're talking through this, that this is a little bit different than many other organizations that one might be involved in because you're, it's, I don't want to say it this way, but it's sort of like some of the things that you're doing seem to matter as opposed to me going to a photography class and, okay, now I know how to take a better picture. These seem to have more depth or more um, meaning. Uh, is that true? Is that the nature of this particular church or is it the nature of the church in general? Mm-hmm. Go on. You know, I have my own family. I've only had one, you know, so I, I only have one set of experience. I can observe what I watch on TV and people I know. I have I see a lot of bad family experiences out there. So how does this speak to that? Oh, that's okay. It gets ambiance. Yeah, we actually called the fire alarm in to see if they would come and put that in the background. So I'm struggling to, I, I was raised in a, in a church myself, a uh, Catholic church. So I'm getting a sense that there's a, a lot more depth to, as you said, it's not like a photography club. It's more than that. And we're, we're talking with lots of different people and lots of different people are listening. And one of the reasons they're listening is because they're an entrepreneur. They want to be innovative. They want to understand how other people succeed slash in business. But really what that means is they want to know how people succeed. Success is a huge measure of a person's wealth, success, or whatever it is. And how does the church play into that? Is is the church something that you do once a week or does it change 
your reality? Does it reorder your priorities? How to, how does it do that? Because one of the things, I'll let you talk here in just a moment, one of the things that you learn at photography classes, if you don't take any pictures, you don't have any pictures. And that's how you get better at taking pictures is to take them, live that out. And the church that you're talking about, both specifically and more in general, can you talk to that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like it's a good organization to be a part of. It helps me understand how to have a better family, have a better life. Is that what it is? Or Mm-hmm. Hmm. Isn't that a pretty bold statement? Well, tell me about that. Why Christianity? Why not one of the other religions? And so the differentiator for you was this raising from the dead? So how do other religions counter that? In other words, they must, I mean, that's sort of like, you know, okay, we have, uh, you know, Apple sells the iPhone and nobody else sells the iPhone. So it's sort of like, if you want an iPhone, you got to go here. Is that the same thing with Christianity? That if you want to believe in somebody that rose from the dead, which seems like a pretty miraculous thing. I mean, you know, I don't have many things in my life that automatically heal themselves. How's that not battle, but that discussion happen? You know, it's like the trump card, you lay that down and it's, that's it. Hmm. So you are saying that this really happened and this is really true. And so, okay. And so what pushed you towards even investigating this? I mean, I don't know. How old were you when you started to investigate this? Interesting. So, and you investigated all these different religions and... 
what was the tipping point for the cause? Were there other tipping points that you said, okay, there's something here, I'm going to go down this path and then returned with, oh, no, that's not the good path or not the path I believe or... Or you just said self-centered. Isn't self-centered a bad thing? Interesting. So are you saying? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I guess we are. That's probably true. But heck, it's my show. So <laughs> it's, you know, one of the things that I've always wanted to get from people is why they do what they do or why they did what they did. And those, those inflection points of those roads taken and, oh, I went down this path and I learned this and I came back and I did this. And, you know, as, as we're talking about these things, you've, you've got a successful small business, if I talk in my parlance, and you have been an effective leader slash CEO, president, whatever the title is. You're a pastor, I, I know. And, um, you didn't go to school for business. You didn't go to school for how to manage people. How did you get to this point? Is it just random chance? How did you set forth and, you know, did you plan to succeed or did you plan to, or, or not, didn't plan? Mm -hmm. And so what is the fabric of the work that you do? Is it largely managing people or is it, you, I think you've already said, you hire people so that they can manage themselves. But how does that work? When you come to work in the morning, is it work or is it, I have difficulty in separating work from life because I enjoy work. So, you know, I, I enjoy it as opposed to I know some people that go to work and they stop work. And tell me about your life that way. Well, yeah, they're, they're still working on that. <laughs> so how do you, yeah, is it a job? You know, because one of the things that I've talked a lot about and have read a lot about is the difference between starting a business that can sustain itself without necessarily me 
and or just starting a job, which is, you know, I'm going to go out and fix somebody's computer and I'm going to go from, you know, company to company and do that. And if I don't do that, the business stops. That's vastly different than starting a business which equips people in that business to go out and fix people's computers. So how do you fall in that realm? Uh, Because I would imagine that, I mean, are people coming to see the Mark Dever show on Sunday? It doesn't sound like that. I think so. I think it is. Yes, I think it is. Okay, so, but now at you as a leader of this organization, what do you do? I mean, when you come to work, what is it you're thinking of? Because I think about, okay, how do, I, how do I improve the systems? How do I improve this? I work with our customers. I make sure that their expectations are being met. What is your fabric of everyday work? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really say managing people. I mean, you sort of talked about having some meetings and discussions. Uh-huh. I see. Would the staff say that as well, do you think? So we've been speaking with Mark Dever, senior pastor at Capitol Hill Baptist Church in Washington, D.C. Well, we've had a good conversation, and we'd love your feedback. The Edge of Innovation is brought to you in partnership with Savior Labs. Savior Labs exists to help businesses mature and strategize for the future. Learn more about Savior Labs at SaviorLabs.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Edge of Innovation, Hacking the Future of Business. For the show notes and more information about Paul, please visit paulparisi.com. The Edge of Innovation is produced by Jacob Young in conjunction with copious amounts of coffee. Music on today's episode was from bensound.com. Paul can be found on Twitter at pdparisi and on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash pdparisi. This episode, like all our episodes, is transcribed and available at paulparisi.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.